Welcome to Ranch Raves Questions and Quotes, a podcast where I get to bitch, complain, basically my take on over 50 years on this planet. As always, I am not a licensed clinician, doctor, therapist, lawyer, or Indian chief. I'm just a guy that has certain views, certain opinions, certain thoughts on how things are, how things ought to be, how things used to be, and my life experiences. So I invite you, as always, to sit back, relax, grab a snack, join us for a little fun. Maybe you'll think I'm crazy. Maybe you'll think I'm right on the money. Either way, I always, as always, I look forward to hearing from you. You can reach me at mrrants50 at gmail.com or via my blog at my rrqq.wordpress.com and uh, welcome to the show okay welcome back this is going to be uh, interesting I think Uh, you know We've been fed that January 6th was worse than Pearl Harbor, worse than the Civil War, worse than 9-11. And yet when push comes to shove, we still have more questions than answers. Uh, Again, I've said that we should never have uh, had any violence, uh, you know, towards the government. In this case, I don't condone the violence. It was kind of stupid for them to even do it. Those that did commit the crimes should do uh, uh, their due diligence in, in, in the court systems and, you know, pay the price if, if uh, that's what comes down to it. However, we are not getting told the entire story. We are not hearing both points of view, both here, uh, seeing both sides of the coin. We are only being told what they want us to know as per usual, you know, with, uh, like I mentioned in the previous podcast with COVID, they're not telling us, they're not being transparent. Now, when we have any high, uh, spectacle, celebrity, uh, national, uh, problem, that makes the news and they go to court, you always hear about it. I mean, my God, there were days of OJ testimony that we were, you know, people were glued to their TV set. If the glove does not fit, you must acquit. You remember all, you know, all the sayings and shit that come out of these court cases. But yet we haven't heard any of the rebuttal other than what the government is telling us. On January 6th. Until now. I want you to listen to this. This is off of the Chad Prather show. The Chad Prather podcast. Uh, And this is somebody that has had. A real problem. uh, Since January 6th. Because of. Their supposed. Activities. With January 6th. And. I'm not drawing judgment on this person. I'm not saying this person's lying, not lying. 
I don't know the person. This was just an interview that did Chad Prather or a discussion that Chad Prather had with this individual. But this hasn't been on the media. This isn't going to get media attention. This man's story is not going to get out except maybe through Tucker Carlson on Fox News. But I want you to listen. All right. Welcome back. Um, let's uh, let's take a little break from Sarah Gonzalez being on the couch. My buddy Luke Coffey's here. Luke's uh, he's kind of been through it. He is a living, uh, living soul that uh, has been dealing with this nightmare um, consequences, ramifications, whatever you want to call them from January 6th. You were there. You were there. Uh, what happened with you January 6th? Uh, Chad, thanks for having me on the show. Good to see you. Uh, it's been a <laughs> nightmare of uh, 26 months. Um, I was out uh, January 6th as a Trump supporter. I went just also as a filmmaker to document the day. I knew there were going to be a ton of people. There were upwards, they think, of uh, you know a million plus at the ellipse alone. I have yeah. about four hours of footage um, that show what an incredible day it was. It was the, you know— salt of the earth type people that just were freedom loving Americans that were, I mean, it wasn't all about Trump. It was people that saw the writing on the wall that were on the door of communism. And, uh, you know, I was interviewing former CCP Chinese Americans that escaped communism. They saw what was coming and they were there to be the whistleblowers, the, you know, watchmen and tell us, Hey, this is what's happening. Cuban Americans were there. Um, but it was just a it was like a mix between, you know, I've described it as like a Fourth of July, like, you know, music festival meets yeah. like a revival. Um, people praying everywhere. I mean, the most spirit filled day I, I've ever experienced in my life. And I was there at the ellipse till it cleared out and honestly had no intention to go up to the Capitol and uh, was, you know, filming with two different cameras. Both my cameras died and was headed back to my hotel. Um, and I'd lost my buddy um, who had made it back to the hotel. And I was just going to go take a nap, recharge my batteries. Um, and uh, literally as I was headed back, um, there are three guys that came running up to me saying, we need uh, patriots. There's people dying inside the Capitol. And the, this was still about a half a mile from the Capitol. This is about 345 in the afternoon. And most of our cell phone services, you know, the, the service didn't work unless you had the newest, latest iPhone. And I don't know if that was on purpose or not, but the, the, the cell service was jammed. And, like, I had people that had called warning me, one of which was my father, just saying, don't go up to the Capitol. So I knew nothing that was going on, but yeah. I did – uh, had been warned by a buddy who was former naval intelligence officer that said that said coffee be careful there could be you know false flag blm antifa making it look like trump supporters so i went up there with like the scales off that looking for any you know potential of it being like a false flag incident you know our country uh, our cia has done this across the world in color revolutions where you make it look like the opposition party and, uh, you know, and these guys that came running up to me, it was already odd. Like, why are you running away from the Capitol um, and trying to recruit people to go up there? Yeah. And uh, so, Chad, as I made it up there, there was probably they, they think upwards of 40 to 60,000 people are already there. There were no barriers. There were no cops telling me uh, that I couldn't go. I didn't see one sign that said no, no trespassing beyond this point. Um, in fact, there were people in the. You know, scaffolding towers all surrounded, and I just assumed that I knew there were going to be speakers there, Franklin Graham, um, 
uh, Alex Jones that were going to be speaking. Um, so I just assumed that you were allowed up there. Mm-hmm. All of us J6 defendants have trespassing charges. Um, so by th- with that, it, we should there should be, I guess, 60,000 people that should have trespassing charges. Yeah, no kidding. So by the time I got up there, and I've told this story multiple times, that um, and I, I've worked in the film industry for 20 years. I've done some... Um, part-time acting stuff just as more as a side gig for fun um, but been mainly a producer and director as I was walking up there were the same line it was like straight out of backstage west like they had you know had hired these actors to uh, to and they gave them like a scripted line that said there's people dying inside we need patriots and they were talking about Ashley Bad. there was a woman that was killed and and uh, and I'm, I'm not saying that that wasn't legit because I I'm I believe that was but they had that was the scripted line that there are people dying inside and we need patriots up there. There was there was a guy on the scaffolding tower who's never been charged or arrested on a bullhorn yelling, we need everyone to move up, grab your weapons. There were no weapons. No, no people had any weapons that day. We're the most populated country, with, you know, that has the most, you know, guns. weapons, yeah. guns, you know, in the in, in the world. Yet there was not one found that day. So as I made it up there, though, I, I you know, I, I, I felt called by the Holy Spirit to go up there and and get de-escalate as much as possible, tell people to stop and pray. I, I mean, I went up there thinking that they're going to try, they're trying to escalate this thing. Yeah. And and I, in my mind, Chad, they wanted this to be what they described it more like, you know, uh, Pearl Harbor or nine 11, which is just ridiculous. You know, they had that narrative ready before I even made it back to my hotel yeah. that day. But as I walked, um, past this one guy he had blood running down his face and he looked like he did he did not look like a trump supporter the median in age that day was like boomer age like blue hairs that were like complaining about i don't know if i can walk it a mile half up yeah, there i've been to those i've seen it yeah. <laughs> yeah so it was these this guy was uh saying the same thing we need patriots but he's walking away from basically the west side terrace tunnels where i ended up near and and he's getting everybody and he has blood like just streaming down his face. And as I got closer, I was like, that's stage blood. That is not legit blood. And I wiped it off the guy's face as I was passing it. And I was like, people, this is fake blood, you wow. know, and there was real blood that day. But I'm saying they were trying to there were actors there. There were and I've I've done enough castings as a commercial director for the last 15 years in Dallas where I've seen bad actors and yeah. I, they stood out like a sore thumb. I mean, they were just like it was the same scripted line and they were not believable. And they didn't look like us, you know. So as I, uh, you know, I was showing that I, I, I got on a bullhorn and saying, they're trying to escalate this, stay calm. And literally, as I was walking up there, it was this beautiful, um, people were singing first the Star Spangled Banner and they went into Amazing Grace. At the same time, they start firing munitions into the crowd, flashbangs, tear gas um, later, but into this peaceful crowd. So it, everybody was confused. It was like, you know, Satan, in my opinion, came in and entered chaos and confusion. We were like, why is our, why our own, you know, this is the people's house. Why are the, the D.C. Metro and Capitol Police firing on yeah. these people? You know, and there were pockets of violence. We, I walked underneath right by the West Side Terrace Tunnel. There were people in black top gear that looked like Antifa that were breaking the wind, trying to break the windows and everyone's yelling Antifa, Antifa. And I've seen the video of this, you know, and, and they're trying to grab these people from, from down, um, you know, pull them off and stop them. 
and and exposing they they were trying to expose the people that weren't the Trump people that were causing the violence, causing a, you know the uh, the damage to the property. So as I get closer. And I had no intention to even insert myself, much less I wasn't even planning on going to the Capitol that day. But I, as I got closer, they deployed a, it's called, it's a, uh, some specialized O2 gas inside the tunnel, okay? And as there was, there was this tunnel where people were walking in, and I've seen the three-hour footage, they let people in this tunnel, Chad, and... And then they brought in the back of the, the Capitol Police and D.C. Metro and started pushing them out so that over that three hour period, they came back and pushed all these people because they had entered through this door. But they had, it was unguarded. There was no one there. They let them enter and then they start pushing it out. So and there were there were commercial grade cameras set up that, that had to be placed there. Yeah, they, 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 that didn't come up there when there were already 60,000 people up there. They were with like little mini skeleton crews filming like the HBO documentary, the angle they use. I'm in that documentary. Um, and it's it's like right set up to capture the West Side Terrace Tunnel where the most violence was that day. Yeah. So they deploy this tear gas. It's complete just uh, pandemonium, chaos. People are, are the cops are pushing. They're all, mind you, in their stormtrooper outfits, um, and start tumbling down the uh, the, the West Side Terrace uh, staircase. There's women. There's there, and, and there were people pushing all these people against the cops. So and saying push, push that were not Trump supporters. Yeah. And I was right outside of it. I was viewing all this, and and then the tear gas is deployed, and it literally takes the oxygen out of out of the air and they're in a you're they're sardines in a can in a closed environment which as you know i've talked to uh you know excessive use of force um specialists and they said you you do not do that in a closed space right and so these people tumble down the staircase and are three to four people deep i hear women calling i can't breathe i'm dying and so i that's when i did jump into action you know for for tyranny, for the evil of tyranny to, to you know, go forward, what's the quote? It's, it takes yeah. good men to do nothing. And yeah. so I, I'm, a, I'm a single man. I, have my own, I had my own business that's, that's been muchly hurt by the, much hurt by this whole thing. But I was like, I'm going up there. I'm going to help these people. I'm not, this is not worth anyone dying over a rally. Well, hang on a second, because yeah. we've got a couple of minutes here. Yeah. The, the, um, and, and then after that, like, at what point in time, and when it's all said and done, I mean, you see all this stuff, you know there's a lot of fake stuff that's going on. There's bad stuff, but there's also fake stuff that's going yeah. on. When did you know you were in trouble? Okay, so essentially uh, what Tucker has, has, has cracked the dam, and we need to know, people need to know that four Trump supporters died that day. Yeah. Okay? We know about Ashley Babbitt. You don't know about Roseanne Boyland, who literally died right next to me. Right. And she was beat by uh, Officer Lila Morris, a D.C. Metro cop that was oh, it was uh, elevated to hero status. They took her to the Super Bowl, and she has been cleared of her actions that day. You can see her wailing away yeah. on, on her unconscious body. Roseanne's right next to me. Um, right when I, uh, I, I heard the Lord say, go stand in the gap, and I walked up there and put— 
um, and basically this, I'm accused of assaulting Lila Morris and wow. which, uh, you know, assault with a deadly weapon. A crutch was at my feet. I was immediately attacked and sprayed with uh, different types of chemical spray. So I picked up the crutch and I said, in the name of Jesus, Lord, please stop this. They kept hitting me. And uh, then I used it to block and I pushed into the line of Capitol Police and full stormtrooper outfits yeah. with plastic shields. And since then, my whole my uh, my life has been turned upside down. So there's a bunch of that story. Um, unfortunately, we're out of time on it. But the uh, you've you've already spent some time in jail. They had you ready to go. And and uh, again, you got another trial coming up in August with this thing. So how can people help you? Yeah, well, you can go to stophate.com. There's uh, there you need to just share. We we are we need to as righteous. Believers in God, we need to share truth, okay, and expose the lies, okay? Um, StopHate.com backslash J6 has calls to action. It has, uh, you can mail, uh, send mail to the, there's over 100 people that have taken their, they've lost their rights, they're in prison still. By the grace of God, I was released after 45 days, and I did 20 days on home arrest and with um, an ankle monitor. And there's fundraisers. There's you can pray for these people. Go to the and go to the American Gulag Chronicles, or we have a book called The Letters from Prison. Us that supports all prisoners that uh, are locked up. We need to pray, expose, 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 because literally the truth will set us free. Chad, I mean, yeah. so that's and, dude. We're praying for you. Thank you, buddy. Supporting you any way we can. Luke Coffee, hang tight. We'll be right back. Thank you. Okay, again, I am. Not saying this man is innocent, guilty, or otherwise. I'm not saying he's lying or being honest or otherwise. I'm just pointing it out. We just heard in my other podcast about transparency, how everybody's being open and honest in this administration. And we've talked about it in the previous January 6th. Uh, podcast that I did about how the truth is coming out. The QAnon shaman guy, you know, bullhorns, face paint, everything, how he was so destructive, how the Capitol Police officer guy died uh, by, uh, that day by being hit in the head with a fire extinguisher. Uh, and his body was put in state in the Capitol Rotunda that never happened. I mean, that part happened, but he did not die that day. Um, the QAnon shaman the guy was being led around by Capitol Police, could have been taken down by them at any point in time. They were armed. He was carrying an American flag. But yet he's one of these co-conspirators, uh, one of the big heavy hitter conspiracy, uh, you know, uh, terror, homeland terrorist on the insurrection. The truth is not being portrayed. It's being portrayed how they want you to see it. Now, I'm not saying that this man may or may not be guilty of the of the things that he's charged of. I'm not saying the others may or may not be guilty. I'm just saying their stories are not being told because we have been fed the the lie, been fed the narrative that this is what happened. There are no don't ask questions. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. You will be believing what we tell you to do, no ifs, ands, buts about it. And anybody that has a, has a brain in their head that doesn't follow the, the narrative needs to look into these things and see that we're being lied to. And 
you know, you, you can stretch it any way you want. How many of us, like I said in another podcast, when OJ was arrested and everybody was convinced that he killed, uh, you know, his wife and, and Ron Goldman, that, you know, he was guilty, but he got off. He got away with murder in a lot of people's opinions. But we were able to see the facts. We had 24-hour coverage of the court case. We saw the judge. We saw the jury. We saw the defendant, uh, OJ. We saw the prosecution team, Marsha Clark, Johnny Cochran with the defense, all those things. It was right there on television for us to see. None of these January 6th cases have been. None of the trials have been. Now, in the case of the QAnon shaman guy, he took a plea deal and he's stuck in jail for four years. So, okay, that's not going to go to trial. We're never going to find out. We know what he what he did we uh, or what he was charged with. We know what he accepted vis-a-vis the, the plea deal. So, you know, whether he, we now find out he was not being told or not being portrayed the way he was to us before, he's kind of stuck. He took the plea deal. His plea deal says no appeal. Okay, so he's kind of stuck. He can't really do a lot that I can see, barring a pardon, which is not going to happen because that won't fit the narrative because they don't want Republicans back. They don't want Trump back. They don't want anybody that's going to go against their narrative and what they want to do. In two and a half to three years, that this administration has been in charge. We have declined as a country, more so than anywhere else in the world, I, I think, at this point. We have no border. We have no uh, way to stop the influx from the cartels of in China of all the fentanyl that's coming into the country. There's enough fentanyl right now in the country, and they've seized enough fentanyl uh, coming into the country that could kill every single American. We have an open border policy. They just had a thousand uh, immigrants rush uh, one of the uh, ports, uh, port of entries coming into the country down in Texas earlier uh, this month. We've been told they've gone to the border. They're going to the border, and they haven't. They haven't done anything. Our, our esteemed first uh, vice, first African-American vice president ever in the world has been charged with taking care of the border crisis and has done absolutely nothing. Gas prices have gone to the roof. The uh, influx of all the money that was uh, given out to – keep people at home and to pay people to take care of their bills, which they didn't use that money for in the first place. But let's let's keep them home so they're not on the street, uh, you know, distributing the virus and, and expanding COVID even more. Let's put all that. So all that money went in the world, and that's caused the bank, uh, the, the inflation, which now the inflation is, is, is fucking up the banking uh, uh, organizations. And the only way to fucking stop inflation is to raise the interest rates, which is going to cause more issues with the banks. So, uh, 
and possibly lead to more bank closures. So what do we have? We have uh, a run on the banks and we close the banks or we bail out the banks. Uh, but uh, but by doing that, we are influxing more money into the economy, which is going to cause the inflation to go even higher, which is why we uh, put the interest – rose the interest rates anyway to, to quell the uh, inflation. So it's a never vicious – never-ending vicious circle – I go to work to make more money to buy more gas to to go to work to make more money to buy more gas over I mean I'm sure everybody remembers those old commercials with the guy running in circles you know until it basically sped up so fast he, it was a blur of him going around and around and around and that's what we're doing now so how much longer before we as a country collapse How much longer? How much more can people take before there is a revolt? And again, I don't condone violence. And if this gentleman is correct, and there were Antifa, and there were uh, non-Trump supporters there that were antagonizing all this, and I personally think there was, but again, I'm labeled a conspiracy theorist for that. Well, you don't want me to be a conspiracy theorist? Be transparent. Be honest. Be open. Show us the data. It should not have been down to Tucker Carlson to show us the data of the Capitol Police leading this man around the Capitol. It should not have been up to Tucker Carlson to show us the data of the officer that was supposedly killed with a blow to the head of a fire extinguisher, you know, walking around later on that day after he was supposedly dead. It should not be up to this gentleman to tell us about a woman that, that was killed by an officer. Again, I haven't seen the footage. I wasn't there. I'm going off of what he said all alone. But if that is true... Then that police officer got away with murder. But I haven't even heard her name come up. But yet, the officer in question, if factual, has been cleared. Regard well, regardless of it now, she was cleared. She's back at work. She's doing her job. She's still on board. She's still doing all this. And she got perks of, of going to the Super Bowl and other amenities to prove it. And you wonder why we have questions. And you wonder why we ask. And you wonder why we don't believe. And you wonder why, you know, the experts are not experts. And, and it just goes on and on and on and on. When I was in the military... We lived by the civilian law, by the laws of officers appointed over us, by the United States Code of Military Justice, by the laws of the president, or by the, uh, by what the president, uh, you know, the orders of the president. Those are things we had to follow. However, there was an out. If we were given an unlawful order, if I was in a war zone and I was told to shoot a civilian, that's an unlawful order. I can legally say, no, I'm not doing that and not do it and not face any repercussions. 
So it bears my question of if I'm allowed to disobey an unlawful order, how is a woman being, you know, beaten to death, potentially, allegedly, by this gentleman, uh, by a cop, when she hasn't done anything? Now, okay, let's say, for argument's sake, she was doing something she wasn't supposed to do. Let's say she was an insurrectionist. Let's say she did protest or she did swing out and lash out at the cop. Okay, that's fine. That demands or deserves reasonable uh, use of force, and the person should have been restrained, and the trial should have happened on that person. doesn't mean that that woman deserved death. Again, as this gentleman also stated, we, and we have heard continuously and still to this day that this was here, that this was an armed insurrection, but yet no arms were found. Now, pardon me if, if I find it a little hard to believe that a thousand people had guns and just threw them away in capital uh, trash cans. If there was an armed insurrection... Where are the arms? Where are the weapons? There was none, at least so far proven. So, again, lie? Official narrative? Conspiracy theory? Which point? You know, where do you draw the line? If this gentleman's interview here was 150% correct, no lie, nothing made up, then that leads to the other side of the coin that they're lying to us explicitly, that they're not being transparent, that there's a lot of shit that they were aware of and that they, they knew ahead of time, and they planned this, they set it up, the game was rigged, and regardless, they knew this was going to happen. And again, Nancy Pelosi had a film crew. Her daughter's film crew was there filming all of this, film, you know, following her around. Now, was that coincidental? Hmm, who knows? Was that, you know... Uh, slated for months that this was going to happen, you know, that, that her, she was going to follow her, her mom around and, you know, and document her a day in the life of, of the Speaker of the House? I don't know. I wasn't there. And for all the police, FBI, CIA, DHS, uh, J, J6, I was nowhere near, nowhere near D.C. Wasn't even in within the 50-mile radius of D.C., in the whole month of January, much less January 6th. I'm just putting that down for the record. So, yes, I'm a conspiracy theorist by these by these uh, so-called uh, officials and leaders and so forth, and I'm probably on somebody's radar. But just for the record, I'm putting this out there so that when it goes out on the, on the web and, and whether you listen to me on Apple or Spotify or Amazon or podcast or pod, uh podcast addict or whatever platform you use, or if you go directly to the Podbean site and listen to my, my podcast there, I was nowhere near January 6th. 
these are opinion are nowhere near D.C. rather on January 6th. I was nowhere around D.C. in the whole month of January. And I just want that known on official record. I am 50 something year old white male that has my own opinions, has my own thoughts and can base my own uh, thoughts and theories on the evidence that I have at hand. And I'm sorry, even before Tucker Carlson released those those uh, little bits of the tape that him and his team have gone over, I did not buy the official narrative. Not 150%, no. Obviously, there was people that got into the Capitol. Obviously, there were people that did things, destruction of property, etc., that they should not have done. Obviously. That's what the videos show. There were people that did things they weren't supposed to. But, again, flip side, the videos that show, as he mentioned, the gentleman on the scaffolding saying, come on, everybody, come on, let's go, let's get in there. Uh, what's that gentleman's name? Where's his arrest record? Why isn't he being held? Why isn't he being charged with anything? If, at the very least, people were being charged with trespassing, why wasn't the gentleman with the megaphone saying, everybody, come on, get in here? Why wasn't he charged with incitement? Hmm? If everybody else is, is trespassing, why wasn't he charged with trespassing? Why wasn't he charged with incitement? Hmm? Again, they don't give a shit. They don't want to be transparent. They want to rule by fear. And it's going to be their way or the highway. Because, you know, they are the elite government experts. They know how things should be done. And the rest of us be damned. But as I've said before, if people legally committed a crime, even trespassing, they should do their due diligence and pay the price for their crime. But they have a right to a jury of their peers. They have the right to, uh, I forget the, the proper terminology, but speedy process of the law, speedy uh, court date, you know, et cetera. But yet uh, we're going on three, you know, two, three years now, and there are still hundreds of people sitting up there. How long does, if this is as bad as they say it was, if this insurrection was as bloody as they say it was, and they say we, you know, five Capitol Police officers died, and they only mentioned the, the one Ashley Bobbitt death because we see her, we've seen the video of her uh, being shot and killed by one of the Capitol policemen. Okay, uh, so if it's as bad as they say it is, what is taking so long? to do all these court dates. If this is so ominous and such a uh, detriment to our democracy, 
then why hasn't justice been meted out swiftly? Now, I realize you have lawyers that are fighting with these with these defendants and, you know, the things get stretched out and so on and so forth. But, okay, as this gentleman said, he was arrested. He was in jail for 45 days, I think he said. He's got another court date coming up in August, I think it is. Okay, that's two and a half, almost three years later. You have a right to a speedy trial. You have a right to a jury of your peers. If this is so such a detriment to our society and our our democracy, then why aren't the uh, the the wheels of justice spinning a little faster? Why aren't we they they getting their their day in court? Uh, I also read somewhere that the reason why that a lot of these individuals haven't been released to uh, on bail or et cetera is from the fact that the judges have been told, uh, you know, for their initial plea uh, was that because this was an armed insurrection. Well, again, if it's an armed insurrection, prove the fact that there were arms. Otherwise, if you can't prove that this were, these people were armed, then I'm sure some of these people have never had a problem with the law before, have never had any issues before, and should be released on their own recognizance or at the very least put in uh, under house arrest and released from federal prison. But they're serving time in federal prison because the judges were under the miscon- uh, misconstrued belief at least at present, because there hasn't been any proof relief uh, released that this was an armed insurrection. But there's enough people out there that should be standing up and saying, this is bullshit, enough is enough, <laughs> you know, but we should be, we should be over, over, the, I can't even speak. I'm so outraged at the fact that this is going on. We had people that were fucking going bananas after 9-11 and after uh, uh, those, those proceedings when people were put in Gitmo for, you know, potentially being terrorists. And how dare they? They have to have their day in court. They have to have a lawyer. They have to be representative. Their civil rights are being uh, denied them. Blah, 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 blah. But yet we have hundreds of our own people that we're being led to believe did something that was the worst thing in our history and was an armed insurrection, although no arms were found, and they're languishing in federal prison. This guy, at least if you listen to what he said and if you take what he said and you believe what he said, which, again, I'm just I'm playing, quote unquote, devil's advocate here. He was in an area he shouldn't have been, even though it wasn't marked. He was trying to help another American citizen. Who was being pummeled on by a police officer. 
that should have been uh, used enough force to put the lady in handcuffs and uh, de-escalate that situation. The lady never should have died. The lady's death is not being made aware of. And his crime of, aside from trespassing, is assault on a police, on a Capitol Police officer, because he either got pushed or pushed. Now, again, they're in full riot gear. There's not like, this is not like a guy just sitting there, uh, you know, twirling a nightstick standing there in, in his patrol outfit. No, this guy's in full riot gear, shields, batons, every guns, everything, and this guy has a crutch. You know, one of those things you use when you twist your ankle, he has a crutch. Now, I'm not saying, because again, I wasn't there. Pay attention, all, all the alphabet agencies, pay attention, I was not there. But if he is to believe, to be believed, he may or may not have hit someone with the crutch. But again, in full riot gear, in full stormtrooper regalia for a riot, the police officer, that thing's going to bounce off. It ain't even going to hurt. And it's not like he was sitting there swinging it like a baseball bat over and over and over again. He may have potentially hit one. So assault. Okay. But this is a guy. And see, this This again, this, this is another uh, interesting little caveat. This is not Jeb from down there in the rural backwater countries of Alabama or uh, or the hills of the Appalachia, you know, some guy barefoot and carrying around a, a shotgun. No, this is a documentary, a guy that does documentary. He produces films. He's seen the stage blood before. He's used, probably used it in his films. He's acted. He's been around that type of environment. This is not just some old rube that from the, from the, from the back, you know, from the, from the trailer park that just happened to show up. Come on, we're going to go in there and call this a mess. No, this guy knows the score. He knows the deal. He's seen the, the, uh, the backside of Hollywood and, and, and how actors and actresses portray. He, and he says, Something didn't seem right. He's been in that environment. This was not a thing, that, uh, 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 a revolution for, for the Trump administration where everything, everybody there was, you know, uh, backwater hillbillies. This guy's a professional. This guy's from Hollywood. This guy's been there, done that, seen it. So he's more of a credible witness to the things that he says that he saw that didn't make sense. The things that, you know, didn't seem right, seemed out of place, you know, seemed kind of uh, conveniently set up and arranged. Then if it had been, say, someone like me that had never been in that situation, I just went up for a weekend holiday up in D.C. Which, again, for the record, I was nowhere near D.C. or the surrounding areas for that whole month especially on January 6th. But, like I said, this guy is not a rube. He's a professional in his field. He's an actor. He's a director. He's a producer. He knows how things would be set up when he mentions the cameras. 
We're not talking about guys on their iPhones. We're talking about film crew setups, news news setups with the cameras. You know, like I said, like he said, rather, people making a documentary. So, again, call me a conspiracy theorist, but some of that seems a little staged. And I think we're going to find more and more of the truth comes out. Again, everybody's bitching now. Tucker's got all the tapes. Tucker's, well, he doesn't have all the tapes. Him and his team have been given access by uh, the Republican speaker now to look at the tapes. But they haven't been given them. So him and his team are going through them. And the outrage from the the left-leaning side of the media, how come he gets it down? Well, where were you asking for these tapes when the shit went down? We've been asking since it happened. We being the Republican Party, the conservatives. We've been asking since day one, let us see the tapes. You know, and again... I'll be straight up. If these guys are fucking guilty and the tapes prove that out, then throw the book at them. But I want to see all the evidence. I'm not going to take it at face value. Because I've been lied to enough. Anyway, I just thought that was a little interesting little take. Uh, Like I said earlier in the beginning, we don't hear from those people that are being tried. We don't hear their side of the story. It's all being covered up. It's all being uh, kept out of the media and the courts or or the the people directly involved in the courts are hearing it, but we're not. But yet OJ happens. Lacey Peterson happens. uh, You know, any, any potential uh, news story happens and by God, it's splashed all over the front page and we get the behind the scenes. We get the in-depths. We get Nancy Grace sitting there giving a play-by-play of the day's uh, courtroom activities. But with this, absolutely nothing. Silence. And there are still hundreds of people waiting for trial almost three years later. Where is the right to a, to a fast and speedy trial at? Where is the right to the jury of the of their peers People were going bananas because those in Gitmo were having their rights violated and they weren't even American citizens. But yet we have American citizens languishing in jail, waiting for a trial date that could be years in the making. And again, if they're guilty, fine. If they're guilty, if they're, you know, if the if the evidence bears out that they did what they've been charged with, then punish them, put them in jail. Give, you know, throw the book at them. But don't tell me that the QAnon shaman is one of the heads of the of the insurrection. And whether you like him or not, he's just some dopey look, little dude wearing a mask or wearing face paint and a fucking uh, Viking helmet, walking around with the American flag being led around by the same people that say he was he was doing all these bad things when they were fucking giving him the keys to the castle. His own lawyers didn't even get that exculpatory uh, copies of the video. And by our by our own legal system, the rights of discovery, his lawyer should have been given that tape. That could have been used to help his defense, and they weren't given it. 
So now he's sitting in jail for four years with no means to appeal. And he probably never should have been there in the first place. Or at the very least, should have been out by now. But again, as from the way I understand things, the only way he's going to get out now is if he was given a pardon. If they would say, oh, yep, shit, he didn't do what, what we said he did. Uh, we didn't know about the tapes, but here they are. Okay, you caught us. Uh, we're sorry, uh, President Biden. I pardon this man. Okay, no. But that would mean that they have to uh, that they have to admit that January 6th wasn't as bad as they've been leading the American people to believe. That would have to mean that they open up the whole kettle of fish, the whole can of worms, and have to explain why there were people inciting people to come in. Where are those people actually Antifa, BLM protesters? Hmm. This guy says they weren't Trump supporters. Hmm. This guy says there were people doing things. This guy says that the tear gas never should have been set off in that much of an enclosed situation, uh, uh, location. Hmm. The cameras were set up for professional, uh, recordings. Hmm. I think I've got more questions now than I did prior. But, you know, you, you guys on the, on the left, don't worry. I'm sure the president and his administration will be forthcoming with all the information and straighten this out because, after all, he's a great unifier, right? I mean, you know, 80-some thousand, uh, 80-some million, rather, that voted for him can't be wrong, could they? Well, even if they are wrong, they're damn sure never going to admit it. But, again, I I, I thought... Uh, People should hear what this gentleman had to say. And uh, I suggest you go check out the websites he mentioned. Uh, or at the very least, uh, if you have a, uh, whether you're on the far right or the far left, if you have a compassionate bone in your body, pray for these people. Pray for the judges, pray for the lawyers, pray for the people. Pray that they get what they deserved, honestly, if they are guilty of the crimes. Pray that they get uh, acquitted or found not guilty if they are not guilty of their of the crimes that they're being charged with. Pray that our judicial system that right now seems to be skewed to follow the the current administration and the current narrative pray that these people are found uh, you know guilty or not guilty due to the evidence and not because of the narrative or not because somebody wants to make an example of them so as always if you have a differing opinion, if you think I'm full of shit, if you think my proverbial cheese has slipped off the cracker, feel free to give me a email at mrrants50 at gmail.com or uh, contact me on my blog, myrrqq.wordpress.com, and I'll talk to you on the next one.